Rob alcoholic. Um, yeah, I just want to say uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you tonight. And uh, for the newcomers in the room, I'm here for you to show you this program works. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about the what I'm going to share and uh, the topic that's been on my mind lately. I just took a year uh, last Wednesday and... Um, And I was thinking about it and, uh, you know, seeking, you know, um, having a year seeking to enlarge my spiritual life, you know, seeking to find true partnership, peace, happiness. Um, and uh, history has shown that, like, me failing to do so, I end up drinking. Um, I grew up in Newport Beach. I uh, pretty much came from a, sorry, I got to time myself, a uh, normal family, or so I thought. And um, uh, there were some troubles with my parents, you know, uh, just not um, getting along. And uh, I kind of got the brunt of it when I was. Uh, early on in uh, junior high, you know, and uh, kind of took this on and, um, you know, I wanted to find quick relief. You know, I always felt different, unique, you know, you hear that term thrown around a lot, terminal uniqueness, that was me, you know. Um, I felt like no one could understand me or my problems or what I had gone through. And uh, so I remember the first time I drank, you know, I blacked out, of course. And uh, for the first time, I had felt like I was a part of everything, you know, all that insecurity, all that discomfort had slipped away. And, um, and it slowly progressed. My parents found out uh, I was introduced to Alcoholics Anonymous when I was 14. I went to an adolescent program and uh, you know, again, that was just uh, solidifying the fact that I was different, you know, and I didn't want to accept the fact that I was in like some treat, uh, teen treatment program and uh, that I had a problem, you know. And so I, uh, I ended up completing the program. The gentleman sat me down. I was in a big circle on my graduation day. And he said, you, you might have followed the rules, but uh, I don't think you're done. And, uh, and at the time thinking, I know everything. I was just like this old man's out of his mind. He doesn't know, he doesn't know me, you know, I'm different. And, uh, and so that 4th of July, it was about a month later, I ended up drinking and, uh, and slowly but surely my disease progressed and, um, it, got stopped when I was staring at a judge facing seven years going away to prison. And I was just totally okay with it. That's where, that's where my head was at. And, uh, he just goes, Mr. Ryan, you have one more chance at your drug diversion program. Uh, do you want to take it? And I'm like shackled up in a cage. And I was just like, yes, you know, absolutely. And, uh, so that was my second time being introduced to Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I got busy, started working steps, and uh, things got really good, you know. And um, 
they got so good. I ended up becoming successful, got the dream job I wanted. And uh, slowly but surely, I didn't put my recovery first, you know. And, uh, you know, those old defects of character started to creep back in. And um, it got to a point that I was so uncomfortable that I knew what quick relief was. Uh, and I went out. And um, I had about uh, eight years of sobriety. And uh, just like that, you know, I took a drink the first time, nothing happened. And uh, I was like, maybe I'm not an alcoholic, you know, maybe, maybe it was just a phase. I was hanging out with the wrong people, you know, like justification. And um, there's this thing I do, one of my biggest character defects is uh, I've blind my sensitivity with my arrogance, you know? And uh, it wasn't until going through the steps now that I was able to see that. And someone actually had to point it out, my sponsor, you know? And uh, so going back to this relapse, so um, when I pick up a drink, I, I end up sticking a needle in my arm, you know? That's, that's what happens. And uh, so I started drinking things got out of control, started doing outside issues. And then uh, I lost my job. The only identity I had left, you know, gone. And, um, and slowly but surely everything else started to go. And, and I had met my sponsor at this time. I was looking for a new sponsor and he got to witness the disease in full effect. Like he witnessed me coming to him, talking to him like I'm going to lose everything and nothing could stop me, you know, nothing could stop me. And I torched my life to the ground in a matter of months, lost the house, the car, the bank account. I liquidated my 401k and just went on this run. You know, I was just going to go off the grid, run away from everything. And uh, it ended up uh, me on the streets of Santa Ana pulling a Samsonite suitcase, homeless, literally sleeping on the sidewalk and in psychosis. I was, I was completely gone. And um, while I was out there, it was really interesting. I was walking the street one day and uh, all of a sudden I hear this car pull up behind me and screech and I turn around and it's the cops. And uh, I'm like, oh, great, here we go. Car uh, cop gets out. He says, hey, we just got a call from a gas station. You fit the identity. And right then and there, I just I, I broke down and I'm like, listen, man, like, here's my situation. I had eight years. I threw it away. I relapsed. I'm high right now. I don't have any drugs on me. <laughs> and the dude is just looking at me like, like, and I, and I don't I don't know what made me get so honest with this man but uh <laughs> uh rigorous honesty right um but so he he just goes is there anything i can do for you and for whatever reason i was in tears at this point and uh for whatever reason i just said pray for me and he goes you mind if i pray for you right now and he literally puts his hand on my shoulder says this prayer and I'm just blown away, you know? And um, I end up running into this gentleman two more times. And the third time I was like, I'm trying to go to detox and get sober. And he said, hop in my car and drove me from Fullerton to Stanton Detox. 
at about 2.30 in the morning, I was out of my mind again, and uh, he dropped me off, and, and that was the beginning. And um, what happened was, is I couldn't get a hold of my sponsor. This lady was nice enough to find him on Facebook, and I just waited. Phone rang a couple days after, and I just remember telling this gentleman, uh, Dave, I don't want to think anymore. Just tell me what to do. And that was my first surrender, alcohol, drugs and alcohol had won, you know? And um, he said, you're gonna go to the sober living. I took the bus all the way from Stanton, all the way to the sober living. And uh, that was the beginning of working the steps, you know? Um, had to go through the steps with my sponsor. I, I had this kind of mentality of like, whatever it takes, you know, no matter how uncomfortable I am, I have to get through this. and. Uh, after doing a thorough fourth and fifth, you know, and sitting down with this gentleman and having him point out my character defects because I can be so blind to it at times. Um, and, um, and then making the amends, that's, that's when I really started to notice the wreckage I had caused. Some of my amends weren't great. You know, some of my amends, people were like, I don't want to talk to you. You know, some of them were like, yeah, there's some stuff you can do. And, um, and, and those are for me today are the most important events they are. And, and I still hold those in the back of my mind and, um, you know, it, it's, it's great. The biggest gift Alcoholics Anonymous has taught me is like that awareness to look inward, you know, and not worry about the world around me. Um, I'm able to take guys through the steps today. You know, and and I, I believe in that process of like reading, sitting down with the sponsee, you know, it's like the full circle, you know, everything is complete, you know. Um, I do have a God of my own understanding, you know, and I used to cringe at that word, you know, I make sure I hit my knees every morning and every night and, and thank him and, and see what I can do to be more useful to the man who's still sick. Um. I'll end with this. Uh, there's a part in our book that says we are men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind. And for the new people, I just want you to know that one word, it only seems that way. It only seems like you can't come back from this, but I'm living proof that you can. That's all I got. <laughs>